So episode three, Elevate Barbering Podcast. Um, Thank you all for tuning in, checking us out. We're back. Um, I, I did what we were talking about, the push-up challenge. I did just start not, I wouldn't say a challenge, but I, I like to warm myself back into warming up or yeah. working out by doing push-ups. So this way I'll be like, oh, okay, like 50 in the morning, 50 at night or all at once, whatever. Yeah, just work yourself up. Yeah. And then after like a week and a half and I'm like, man, I've been working out. Then it's like, then I really start working out. And you feel good. Yeah. But I need to because like I said, I felt in the first episode, I felt like I looked like I was just like fucking Basketball. getting eaten by the chair. Quick 25 push-ups, bro. <laughs> Get the blood pumping. You looking swole. We good. So uh, how do you feel about the first couple episodes now? now the, first, you- the first couple, you know, they were, they, they were fire, but... uh I was like, I was critical of myself, you know, oh, for sure. Yeah. Very critical with trying to, you know, I talk too much and then I say the same shit. No, that know? always happens. You're always going to be more critical of your own. But just like we talked about with music and the art, yeah. you can't like just like people say you shouldn't go back and read the comments. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. The same thing, because you're going to always want to do better no matter what. So, yeah, we're criticizing it. ourselves first. Yeah. Worse than anybody else can do it. Which brings you to something that a lot of new barbers do, right? When you first come in is you criticize the hell out of yourself. And some people criticize themselves out of being a barber. Yeah. Completely. So oh, I'm not nice enough. Yeah. No. And, some, and some should, but I don't feel everybody should. You know, I do feel like this, this career foot is not for everybody. Facts. But I don't feel like you should let those obstacles stop you so soon because you won't know until you really get into it. You right. Know what I'm saying? You blame that on social media a little bit. Not, not you in particular, but I do. Blame like, what exactly? The... The lack of patience in the game, like trying trying to get like get right quick, you know. What what is it you blame? Like what? It, why why they, do you on social media? You see you see a lot of people doing their thing, but you don't see what it it took to get there or what right, what right. they did to get there, you know. So a lot of the, people yeah. see it and like shit, they did that real quick, or it looks that quick, but right. you're not seeing everything that happens behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. So maybe that's the reason why they quit. Or they get discouraged because in their cuts, it, yeah, okay. you know. But it's all it's all about reps. It's all about doing it. Just like you said, as 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 oh shit, as 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 <laughs> nah. Um, the more we do it, man, the, the more I'll be comfortable doing this yeah. shit. Hey, and like you said, it comes down to uh, them expecting it. You expecting to be faster, quicker. Gary V talks about that all the time. Not just in terms, obviously, not in terms of barbering, yeah, but in terms of business or life or progression or, or your version of success all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not like a huge. I don't. I've, I've watched some of his stuff. I haven't watched a ton of it. Yeah, but I know that's a common theme, and I agree with that. I after you know now that I'm 30, which. Now that I'm, to a lot of people, it probably sounds old, like a lot of younger kids. Damn. But then to all the older people, it's like, oh, you're still so young. You guys, it's so relative, you know? And now I can say for sure that for a lot of my life, I expected everything to happen sooner that I was working for, or I, or I, I wanted it to happen. Wanting it to happen sooner is fine. Everybody wants that. Yeah. But I, uh, you know, sometimes you can get discouraged or down on yourself when you feel like you should have it before you do. Right. And I think that that is one of the key things that he is very on point with. And I, I talk to a lot of my clients about that. It's like the young guys, especially like, I know you're really driven and I know you, you, I was talking to Jose about that exactly today. Yep. I know you're really driven. I know you work. He works his ass off, bro. All, all like hard. You know what I'm saying? For, for FedEx. Yeah. And he works all, he works all the time. He's, he's working his way up the leadership and all that, but he doesn't really like what he's doing. And he wants to like, really be in control and da 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 and i'm like and i talked to him about what kind of business he'd want to get into and he said he want to get into trucking 
like yeah. hauling stuff. And I'm like, well, bro, you need to, you're doing all that. You're spending all this energy and work on doing something for somebody that you don't like. Yeah. You might Corporate. as well turn that around. And that's not even bad. But if right. you don't like it, you shouldn't be doing that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if you enjoy it, then bro, go all the way, keep going, do your thing, climb the ladder. But so anyway, it came down to, uh, to that same thing of him always getting down on himself because he felt like he should have more where he's at and he feels like, he should already have it figured out. And I'm like, bro, you're like 21. You know right. what I'm saying? Like Being way too no 21 year old really knows what, whether they're at, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Most 40, 50 year olds still don't know what the hell they're going to do. Fuck no. And, and that's why I tell him and everybody else, the only way you're going to figure it out or at least give yourself better direction is by doing different things. Right? So that's the only way Explore I got to albums. knowing that I wanted to open a shop. You know what I'm saying? A barbershop yeah. eventually was that I just started doing it. So if you don't try stuff out, you know, you're never going to really know. You don't get in there. You're not going to know. Get in there. You got to get in there. I love that you brought that in. Yeah, for, for, for those that don't know, man, Izzo was one of our first shop or our first shop that we were ever in, like official barbershop. Yeah, shout out and, Izzo. Yeah, shout out FLA Izzo. FLA Fades. FLA Fades. On, it used to be on right almost across the street from where we're at. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're on the stomping grounds over for here. For real, on, on bro. Pine. Oh, no, no, not even on Pine. Not on pine. 40, on 40. 40. How dare you? Shit. Nah, but we, yeah. On pine. We were learning how to cut and every time, uh, you know, learning learning a lot of things about professional cutting on a day-to-day and... and uh he would his best advice, no matter what we were learning, was get in there, dog. You gotta get in there, bro. And it was always funny, but he was always right. Like now at the end of the day, I, I'd say it all the time, like, man, you just gotta get in there. You gotta get in there. You're not gonna know. Until you, you just get gotta in dive there. in that shit. That, that's shout easy. out Izzo, man. Shout that's out. a fucking great advice. Get in get there. Get in there. We need it easy. Need, yeah, we need to definitely do something with that. Get yeah, in there. Man. It's good stuff. <laughs> how do you feel now op- opening your own shop? Now that we've had it for six months, you know, officially, how you feel about it? Man, that? I I still feel that high of that new ownership because we're still so, so early into it. But it's also, you feel it's a little bit of that. And then you're, you feel like, yo, bro, I don't fucking, I'm trying to learn everything I need to know about business. And then it, it's like getting, getting down and hardened on yourself on hard, mm, getting hard being, on yourself. Being yeah. Hard yeah. On being hard and hard on yourself. <laughs> Not getting, getting hard. hard. <laughs> being hard. <laughs> Yo, it's the shop talk today. Oh, <laughs> man, that's funny. That was funny. Nah, but being hard on yourself and, and, and always like just trying to do the right thing in business, you know? Right. Being, no, a, I, being an owner is just, it, there's so much more responsibility than, than you may have thought. So and then trying to learn everything, marketing, knowing how to run a business, growing the business, scaling, ideas, everything. Yeah, man. I think that's pretty much on point with what I'm experiencing. But one thing I can say... To piggyback, you know what I'm saying? Not that it's much different, but all those things that you're talking about having to do as a business owner, like all the different aspects, Mm. the marketing, the buying, like, you know, just if you go to a corporation, they have a position for those who don't already know this called buyer. You know what I mean? Or, or sometimes they call it a, uh, acquisition Mm -hmm. or a specialist or whatever. Their whole job is just to buy things for this company. So if, if a company pays somebody and their only job is to buy things, that just shows you how much stuff that needs to be done for the company that yep. you're willing to pay someone just to order things. So when you start realizing and you like us, you start actually doing everything. That's you're like one role that fucking one person is doing in yes. one job. And, and, and we are doing owners. all of it. So then to think like thing. that helps me not be so hard on myself yeah. because I realize how much we have to do. And another thing is it's teaching me how much uh 
how much more important time management is becoming for myself every day, especially as a uh, notorious procrastinator. You know what I'm saying? Because the more you have going on, the less it works out when you procrastinate and you start having to do it on early or on time. Or, you find yourself rushing to do yes. it and then it doesn't come out as good as it would have yeah. if you didn't procrastinate. Same thing with haircuts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every second counts. Yeah. And, and you can't spend too much time trying to detail before the whole haircut's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think that also comes in with how you learn how to cut, like how you came into the industry. Yes. Which for me, I... uh I started working at a barber or a barber shop around my house when mm-hmm. I was like 12, 13 or 12. I think I, th- I think I started there when I was 12, but I didn't start cutting maybe until a few months later and then I was about to be 13 or something like that. Yeah. But anyway, I was just sweeping up the barber shop and just in there all the time and then my pops ended up getting me some clippers and was basically like you might as well learn how to cut. Like and he started cutting. And then that was it. And I was just doing it cuz it was interesting to me. I learned it was a skill. And I think about that all the time. There's so many people that aren't fortunate enough to have parents that at least help guide them in the direction towards something. Not like, oh, you have to do this. Yeah. But like, hey, why don't you try this out? Why don't you try this out? And like yeah. get get some experience. You know, there's a lot of people who don't have any kind of push or drive to do that and then they miss out on years of opportunity. Yeah, that would suck that if, if the parent was doing that though. How would kid. you mean making them or not not telling them to do something? Not telling them to do it and then also making them doing something that they don't want to do and then For sure. I feel that I feel equally as bad about both of yeah. them. Yeah. What did brought you into cutting hair? Cutting hair, it didn't come to me at as full force until after I got out of the military, twenty eighteen. But were you but even thinking I, about it before? I, I was cutting before. I, I cut a few heads before. Like my um you I you remember the little peanut trimmers? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, the wall used to have a clipper and a peanut trimmer combo. Yeah, and um, shout out fr- wall. Yeah, shout out wall. No, actually, no. I, uh, <laughs> I shout out wall. Yeah, I love wall. wall. Uh, no, but uh, but yeah, it was a little white set, bro. And my mom brought it back from Puerto Rico. My my uh, my uncle Pipo is a barber. Shout out people. Yeah, shout out people. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if she bought it. I don't know if she bought it or if my uncle bought it. But they brought it back over here, and I just started cutting my boys. You know, I um, my boy Dylan, he I used to cut his hair all the fucking time. Um, I think I cut Michi one time, but it was just some stuff like you just. It was just like here and there shit. I wasn't like surrounded by the culture, and then but we're we're always in a barbershop. We're we're getting a haircut as a kid. My mom used to cut my hair. Shout out Millie. She used to cut our hair. Fucking uh, when when we first got back to Florida. But once once I turned like twelve. I was in I was in the shop, you know, getting a cut. So I was around the culture then, but as a barber working behind the chair and wanting to cut hair, that didn't really come full force for me until after I got out of the military. What do you think did that though? Like, did you see something? I, I saw the Mitri was the main influence. Uh, my, he started younger too, or what? Nah, Mitri started. Uh, Shout out Mitri Cuts. Yeah, shout out Mitri Cuts. But Mitri I think Mitri Cuts? started officially after we graduated high school. But don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, he went to... Um, so you I saw think he went to Lake Tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. He started cutting me um, right when he got into a shop. He cut me... Um, as soon as I can remember, I got a cut That's from dope. him. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. But it was also after after the mili- uh, well, after high school and I went straight to the military. So I didn't really get to fuck with him like real early on. I think it was like a year in where I started fucking with him. So you know, were you? I was already, I was already uh, in the states, like Maryland and shit. 
So were you thinking like, okay, when I get out of the military, I need to find something else? And that's what No, I already had that something else though. You know, I ha- I have my job now, you know, so Well, that's what I'm saying, but like so what given that you that you knew you had employment, what about barbering made you think like, oh, I want to do that? It, it it piqued my interest. The the cutting hair always was was like something I, that I would like to do. You know, my uncle Luis Owned a shop in uh in California. Owned a couple shops. Where shout out Luis. Shout out Luis. Hey, you know I see him. I see him winning. You know he got the he got the shop chain, ATR above yeah. the rest. Hell yeah. You know, and you know I see him winning, and I see him doing what he likes to do, and and he's and he's successful at it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and then it seems fun what he's doing. I see him at the shop interacting, and then also Mitri. Whenever I go get a cut, I see him interacting, having fun, and everything, and that culture behind it, and then also wanting to give a like a crazy crispy cut and then also fucking making money doing it you know yeah. so all those things i i can't say anything outweighed the other and uh i can't remember what really made me uh like go crazy for this shit mm-hmm. but no no know, that, that but it, all it, yeah. the, all the, all of those factors really played a, a big part in in why i'm a barber now and and i felt like at the time that i had time to do it so let's do it you know yeah hell yeah no, that's dope, though. I, I always wonder that because for me, it happened so young and so organically. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really, it, it was just, just part of how I grew up that I always wonder how much different the perspective of it is for people who got into it as, as an adult, like, oh, I'm going to go do this. Because yeah. for me, from when I was 13, I knew eventually, I, didn't, I never thought, oh, I'm going to be a barber. Like, I'm going to be a full-time barber. This is what I want to do. Yeah. I just started doing it because it was there. I was around it. And I like, was like, hey, let me, I'm a, I, I like trying things and seeing if I'm good at it. So I was like, all right, cool. Uh, and then, so I kept doing it. And then it, I was just chilling with my boys. And then it was like, I kind of more of like, a, oh, I want to like get, I want to be able to say I could do a good haircut. I want to, you know what I mean? Yep. So then it, it just grew from there. And then people started paying me to do it. So then I would be chilling with my boys outside of school. After school, a bunch of boys, like dudes would come over and then pay me and we'd just be chilling just like a barbershop. You know what I mean? You'd be chilling in the garage. Everybody's chilling and I'm making money just to do what I was going to do with y'all anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, cool. So then I was making like a couple hundred dollars a week as a high schooler and I was like, this is dope. So then I knew. Look at it. Yeah, right? And then I knew, uh, like, I was already making business cards, like, handing them out in school, stuff I like that. I remember seeing that first business card. Yeah, you still bro, have that crispy shit. Crispy Cuts, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll throw it in. Yeah, I'll throw a picture. Yeah, you got to, bro. That but, shit was clean. And it was Crispy Cuts with Philby. That's what it said. And then I had, like, a couple pictures of my homies, that, like, in the bottom. That's funny. That's like, like uh, you see, like, rapper names. Like, their old rapper names and shit. That's your old barber crispy there. Cuts crispy Cuts. Philby. Exactly. Crispy Cuts. I was involved, yeah. For real, bro. So that so that's why. And I made it on word art, too. I remember making it and everything. Oh, my God. Um, origin story. You got a way better origin story. Than yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So yeah. that's why I think it's like, so for me, I literally view it as a lifestyle. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, but so uh, it's less of a job to me and more of just how I live. Yeah. And, uh. And I always just am curious about hearing the other people's stories because everyone's is so much different. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, oh, it's like. <laughs> you, you were doing it whenever barbering wasn't as much of a trend as it was. Like whenever yeah, yeah. whenever I was in it, there was already people like A-Rod, 
fucking like level three, not level three, but yeah. elegance was popping off. Like all that shit, like all that trendy shit was already around whenever I got into it. I was like so, you the know, last. That was, that was probably part of my influence as well. Like I was yeah. a hype beast as well. You, know, you fucking, saw dope shit. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah, this is culture. That's dope though, because it's a totally different take. Like from, I, I didn't even think about it that way. When, when and how I got into it was like, I was probably one of the last classic versions. Because uh, how often do you even see that a shop has a guy just sweeping up now? Yep. You know what I'm saying? That shit don't happen and, no more. It, like, you don't really we had it at FLA phase, but only in the weekends. Yeah. And, and, and you know, yeah, exactly. And that's exactly how I started, just like he classic was. Classic shit. And, and, then that's, and then he started cutting. You know what I mean? So that's dope. And uh, to think that now not a lot of kids would even think to go get... Maybe that still happens in places that we're not around. I'm sure it does. Yeah. But I'm talking about at the... I feel like that was probably like a natural progression for a lot of people. Yeah. And also when I was in high school, you didn't hear a lot of kids like say, oh, I'm going to be a barber or I'm thinking about being a barber. Like I never heard anybody say that. Mm -hmm. You know, any of my peers or anything. Not not anybody. There's a couple other kids in high school that I knew did cut hair, yeah. but they weren't doing it as like as intently as I was. Like they just, they did it more like how you said it was when you first started. Right. So it wasn't like, I didn't think it was like, like I, I thought barbers were cool, but I wasn't looking at it like, damn, being a barber is like a dope profession. Like yeah. I can't wait to like do how it. Like how it's viewed now. Exactly. Now it's viewed more like almost celebrity-ish. Like not that tier. You know what but I'm it, saying? But it, it, it used to be, be seen as a as an industry that you couldn't really make too much money. Yeah, like a low level. Yeah, like, people blue viewed it as like, uh, like uh, you're just I'm, a barber. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now but it's now like, oh, it's like, oh shit, you're a barber. Yeah. And you can make as much money as you want now. Yeah. We're not we're not you know limited to the bullshit from back in the day. And it's it's more. It's valued higher now. Yes. Be and it your has look. to be. Yeah. Your look because of social media as well. Mm -hmm. You're fucking viewed everywhere you go. You 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 want to take pictures and people but also, just care about that way more nowadays. Also, the types of cuts that we used to get weren't as mainstream, or that we get now still, weren't right. as mainstream. The game elevated. Haircuts hey. elevated. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Haircuts. Bro, yeah. Haircuts definitely got way better trends. Yeah. Trans, that but shit I, might come back. Double edges might come back. But I'm glad it worked out that way. <laughs> that shit man. was clean. It's dope. It's a cool experience to see it all play out. And then also for me, it's always been about that interaction, like that vibe. Like that's why to me, our shop is so valuable in that way because that that's just it's just so dope, bro. It's you so get dope. that. But episode three, I think that's a good uh, closeout right there. Oh man, they're getting easier. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all for watching, man. That's a wrap. Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate it.